You're tuned into the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get objective for targeting as we stiff arm your trash fantasy football team. Your only place for Chaos League fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Levi Basham, with uh, no co host this week. Uh, Winterstorm Elliot has kept us from meeting uh, this week. Uh, but we still wanted to have something for you also. This is the best thing to do. Uh, we're going to have an epic episode next week for the championship. But in the meantime, here's an appetizer to hold you till then. Let's jump into it. Okay, first let's jump into the matchups from last week in the first week of the playoffs. Let's start with Slop Nasty versus the Purple Bleeders. With uh, Slop Nasty absolutely dominating the Bleeders in Week 8, you had to think that the Bleeders were going to respond in the playoffs. But that was not the case. The, the Bleeders only scored 187 this week, capping off their bittersweet season uh, for them. And, you know, big stars for the Bleeders didn't perform their best. Joe Mixon, uh, you know, Herbert. Um, and, uh, they didn't really do what they normally do in a typical Bleeders win. And then... And, opposite fashion with uh, Slop Nasty they did what they just needed to do to win they uh, you know got their lunch pails got the work done like a good union brother uh, you know the typical names are there Dak Prescott uh, CD Lamb all the uh, Dallas players did what they needed to do to win and Slop Nasty outworks the purple bleeders 222 to 187 and Slop Nasty moves onto the semis against this, the Cleveland Steamers uh, while the Bleeders are moving on to the offseason, wondering if it was a good season. And I, I would say it was for them. Um, it just started off really bad with uh, several injuries and couldn't find a win. Uh, they were at the bottom of the league for the longest time. And Lance put together... Uh, a good team they got the wins that they needed at the right time to be there at the end and they got the correct tiebreakers so hats off to them i i think this is the momentum they need to maybe get a championship next year or some year soon uh but you know see you next year uh so in the next matchup uh we have black sunday versus victoria's secret and all week, Black Sunday was touted as the favorite with uh, many of the teams uh, thinking that they were going to win handily. Uh, but now with hindsight, you're you're kind of wondering, like, why what, was that the case to begin with? As, you know, Victoria's Secret has more wins. They've been at the top of the standings for most of the year. Um, you know, they, and really, really the game wasn't even close, but We'll start with Saturday, like, and Victoria's Secret started off the right foot, punching Black Sunday in the mouth. Monster performances from Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, each putting up more than 50. Um, and it really was never close, even though Black Sunday put up a pretty good day on Sunday. Uh, funny. But, um, you know, they but they only really scored 229, which is, you know, a typical week. That's that's fine. That's good. That That normally gets you to win. And, but there's no guarantees in the playoffs. Somebody's going to blow up. And Victoria's Secret puts up the first ever 300 bomb in the playoffs against him. And stopping Brad's magical playoff push in his tracks. 
and Victoria Sunday dunks on Black Sunday 301 to 229. Victoria's Secret moves on to the semis against number one seed Houdini's, who um, was a hated rivalry between the two. Uh, and Victoria's Secret is 0 3 against Basham's this year. Can Amanda break this trend like she broke Brad and his team? Now, with Black Sunday out, I can bet Brad is reviewing the season, and with the history of this team, you know, having three championships, uh, anything short of a championship is, fa- is a failure, especially losing to first-year coach Amanda Shelley, who, you know, uh, it may seem like that's embarrassing, but uh, they, they had a good team. It's, I, I think it's fine. Um, it was really a tale of two halves for Black Sunday, starting two and seven, being the bottom of the league whole time and then going on on a five win streak and getting into the playoffs you know it's uh, uh, one of the more interesting runs this year but you know one word can be described and this is because he didn't get a championship and it was a word that Brad used about Amanda's team last week cute all right, uh, so let's take a break and listen uh, to a word from our sponsor before we uh, look at the semifinal matchups. This weekend, only at one of the front park, come visit the Mobile Museum of Earwax Art. Waxes on Wheels comes to you. You wouldn't believe how many shades earwax comes in. Many different textures make up beautiful abstract designs. There is even a special Scooby-Doo collection on exhibit. You can use promo code SMELLYOURFINGER at checkout for 50% off admission tickets. And as always, kids 10 and under are free. Don't forget to visit our gift shop after the tour for a complimentary election stress ball. The Museum of Earwax is not responsible for lost or stolen bodily fluids. Alright, let's uh, look at the, the semi... Uh, final matchups for this week you know like i did i'm not gonna go into picks or anything since i'm the only one here uh but uh you know let, i just wanted to give you all a glimpse into the matchups and see what to look forward to and if you're watching along see what's going on so uh let's let's start with uh the victoria's secret versus houdini's matchup and uh, Houdini's have uh, won the only regular season matchup they had, scoring a 300 bomb on her. was a whooping. So I'd expect a little vengeance from uh, Amanda. Uh, didn't, like, last week with uh, the Bleeders or Slop Nasty, that didn't happen, but I would expect, like, um, a little bit of a, a bounce back from that week. You can't, can't lose like that again. Uh, for the injury report, not too many injuries. Uh, Deontay Johnson's uh, questionable. That's really the only player to watch. The Tyler Lockett is also uh, injured, but he's already been declared out. And it looks like uh, Derek's set his lineup uh, with that in mind. Um, seems like uh, the matchups are a little tough for both. Um but they, you know, that didn't really matter last week. You know, Victoria's Secret against uh, Black Sunday, we said that it, the matchups looked tough and didn't really matter. Like the the, the snow with Josh Allen didn't matter. You know, this 
just uh, still score 300. So I, I, I wouldn't put too much into it. Like both teams have great players and they're going to get the points that they're going to get. But um, I'd say they would pro- most likely won't have their uh, career days this week. So it's going to be tough to find points. Um, most interesting uh, positional matchup, I would say, uh, looks like it's a QB. I would I would pay attention to the to those the most with Josh Allen against Chicago, and then uh, Joe Burrow against New England. Uh, I think that could be the critical spot in the matchup. If uh, Victoria's Secret has another jo- like excellent Josh Allen day, that could set them on the tone for a win. Uh. All right, let's move on to the next matchup with uh, Slop Nasty versus uh, Cleveland Steamers. This is also their uh, second, only second matchup of the year. Jeff winning in Week Five, and it was a pretty close game, low scoring. Um, so I would expect something like that again. Um, but again, uh, no, no injuries to watch. Uh, I feel like. The teams have set the lineups that they need to have for the playoffs, and they've just gotten rid of the players that aren't going to be there. So, uh, especially with Steamers, they have two open spots uh, on their bench. Um, so, uh, I, I could also see this could be a high-scoring affair. There's a lot of good matchups, uh, especially on the Steamer side. Mahomes against Seattle. Uh... Amon Ra against Carolina, DJ Moore against Detroit, McKinnon against Seattle. Uh, I, I would expect some points being scored with Steamers. It's not going to be uh, like last week, the Slop Nasty, where they just need to do what they need to do. So I would say the critical point of this matchup is the Dallas players. Uh, they're up against Philly, which is a pretty good defense. So um, if they can't perform what they need to do, it's going to be tough for, for Jeff to win. But I think they will. I think that Dallas is going to win the game. And the three players that Jeff has is going to be because of them. Uh, so that'll do it uh, for the matchups. Uh, good luck, everybody. Uh, it's, it's getting close. We'll have championship week next week. And uh, I'm pretty excited. But uh, next uh, we'll have... Uh, the commissioner has, has sent in uh, a little something for everyone to listen to, a little bit of a news update. We'll get into that next. Hello, Chaos Football League. This is the Commish RPT, and I am excited to announce our year-end first annual CFL Chaos Football League Fantasy Football Awards Banquet. Happening Saturday, January the 7th, 2023 at 7.30 p.m. On this night, we will honor the 2022 CFL Fantasy Football Champion with their ring and check ceremony. We will also honor the 2022 CFL Fantasy Football Runner-Up with their certificate and check ceremony. We will also honor the 2022 CFL Fantasy Football Toilet Bowl Champion with a special trophy and certificate. We will also honor special categories during the evening, such as who got the most whoopings, who gave the most whoopings, best smack talker, and so much more. Also on this night, we will induct two team managers into the Chaos Football League Fantasy Football 
Hall of Fame. That's right. <laughs> I said it. The CFL is now has a Hall of Fame. The first two to be inducted, this man has six Chaos Football League championships. His name is Levi Basham, the manager of It's What Plants Crave. And also, being honored that night, has three Chaos Football League championships. And that man's name is Brad Krager, the manager of Black Sunday. To qualify for the CFL Hall of Fame, you must have a minimum of three CFL championships. Well, as far as I see, Levi and Brad are the only two right now that meet that. And having six championships deserves recognition. And three ain't a slouch either. And as always, BYOB, and please bring a side dish. We also have some other special items throughout the evening planned, and you won't want to miss it. If you can make it, be there. If you can't make it, we will be streaming the event for you to watch. And as always, thank you everybody for playing. I appreciate everybody being involved. It has been a fun season. But on Saturday, January 7th, we celebrate our teams, win or lose, good or bad. And we have a great night. Thanks, everybody. That'll do it for this week of the Chaos Cast. No bell bag this week. Uh, and we only have two more episodes left. That's crazy. And I, I just want to take this moment to thank everyone for joining us in this experience. It's been so fun, and I've loved every second of it. I uh, just wish, want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everyone listening. As always, continue to leave your smart mouth comments and filthy smack talk on the Chaos Group text line, and we look forward to Championship Week. But in the meantime, set your lineup, work on your smack talk game, and remember, no one cares about your crappy fantasy football team.